You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. That is the intro music. My computer is back with me as nice. always. Wheels Wienerker, mm-hmm. how's it rolling? Rolling great. Uh, I got breaking news. I know people think this is an NFL podcast. Really, it's a D3 basketball podcast. Did you know, as of right now, the Yeshiva University of Max, number one in the country. They, oh, they, they, they passed. Um, they passed. Uh, who was number one before them? They were number two. Rail of Macon, but they lost. They lo- they blew like a like a 10 point lead late against a very good team against the team. The likes of which why you could, you know, has not played. Uh, yeah, why you played one of the better teams in their conference on Sunday. And yeah. and Ryan, they Terrell, were down. Their star, well, they were down 12 early, they were down yes, 12 in early. And, yeah. Ryan Terrell, their star scored 51. Mm-hmm. The entire opposing team scored 56. Yeah, he could. Um, somebody said some D3 experts said that he would play for every team in the country, like every he'd like at worst be in the 10 of like every team outside, maybe the top couple teams. He'd be in the rotation for any division one school. I think so. I think he'd probably be the best player in a lot of mid majors. Yeah, well, it's honestly, I mean, teams don't have six, I watched, seven. I watched yeah. the clip of 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 all 51 of his points. By the way, it's great. His yeah. brother was doing guest color commentary. Yeah. And his brother good. was just dropping every single cliche of every. I mean, who cares? He's watching. But his like, brother I, drop I think he was doing points. it ironically. Yeah, I no, I it mean, it was amazing. He's watching his brother drop 51 points. But um, mm. um, it's hard to tell how good he is because he it looked like me playing against my kids. Yeah, but you can't hit like step back curry. No, no, yes, of curry course, yes. I, I'm not going to hit threes left. I'm not going to hit 30. How many times like yeah. like he throws down dunks in the middle of the game? Like yeah, yeah, there's no, nobody I, on any of the other teams. that does. No, no, I understand. I'm, I'm not saying I can do anything he did, but I'm saying like the relative dis- like. It, it, the defense was like, like it, it looked like like complete. It looked like watching like Shaq it happened to be a very like, small team, no, but yeah. he does that against bigger. That happened to be a very small team. Yeah. But he um, I mean, there aren't a lot of teams that have six, seven guards that have, you know, that shoot 60 percent from three. Like, yeah, I mean, in in in, in Division one, there's not that many. Let alone right, right. NBA or Yeah. Um, he's anyway. Very, yeah. Let's talk about football for a second. Mm, um, yeah. My team wins. Your team loses. Probably the first time that's happened this year. Yeah, I maybe. So. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Um, the Jets played. It's funny because the Vikings had their biggest loss of the season, eight points. But um, mm-hmm. I was I I have absolutely no negative feelings coming out of the game because, you know, listeners of this podcast it was, know it was their most reasonable loss. Also, it wasn't like, well, it's, it's, it's exactly what I said was going to happen. I said their entire defensive line is out against an elite rushing team. They're already a bottom five rushing defense DVOA. Mm-hmm. I said San Francisco is going to run the ball right down their throats. And that's what happened. And yet yeah. still the Vikings came within a play or two of winning the game or certainly tying the game. And and Cousins had a couple of, you know, C- Cousins has really 
not had a single mistake in a, in a in an important moment all season. You know, when they've lost, it's been because of you know their kicker missing or, or Delvin Cook. With this the was bad. He wasn't bad, but he, I mean, he missed Justin Jefferson. The, the throw to Jefferson on the two point conversion was like sometimes mm-hmm. when a pitcher throws it and it just like bounces 15 feet in front of the plate. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, I don't understand. It was like, what about the throw out of the, the throw like 20? Yeah, and then on the, the fourth down, yeah, th- those two were just the two worst plays he's had all season. Um, very disappointing. But again, like, they don't look they, to Jefferson enough. He's like, he's, he keeps throwing to like Ham and Conklin. Yeah, uh, when Justin play. Jefferson has seven receptions, they're five and no one when he doesn't, they're 0 and six. So I think I've cracked mm-hmm. the code. Um, but yeah, but listen, I, honestly, I'm fine. Like, as, I mean, the, the concern is, are they getting these defensive linemen back? Uh, you know, Everson Griffin. Do you have uh, the Vikings in the playoffs as of now? Yeah, they're still in the playoffs at so five and six right now. Well, if Washington wins tonight, they they're. So, they, yeah. So uh, here's here, I mean, but look, Atlanta, Carolina, Washington, like these are not exactly fearsome teams. Um, the Vikings next three games is their easiest three game run of the entire season. They have what Detroit, Pittsburgh at home mm-hmm. and Chicago. I think you got to win all three. So you win, you win all three, you're eight and six. You're almost a lock for the puffs. And you, then you just need one more win. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but ideally you win all three. You know, they ha- they haven't lost a game. I mean, I mean, they've lost a bunch of games that they could have and should have won. They haven't lost a game against a bad team all year, right? Now they've barely played any bad teams. I mean, other, in fact, other than the Lions and I guess the Seahawks now in hindsight, although they weren't at the time, they haven't played any bad teams all year. But um, so, yeah, but th- this is obviously a must win run at 3.11 p.m. today in the uh, patron mm-hmm. chat. I got a, a message from one Michael J. Clark. Sorry, mm-hmm. at 317 p.m. Let's be accurate here. He said, who's your defensive player of the year so far in the NFL this season? And I okay. told him, I said, listen, you know, I don't usually do my defensive player charts uh, midseason. I wait till the end of the season. But uh, when Michael J. Clark asks uh, you, uh, to, you, t- you, when he asks you to jump, you uh, say how high. So I spent the next several hours. And uh, do you want me to drop my defensive player of the year rankings uh, through week 12? Not including uh, the Monday night game. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Michael J. Clark, fan of the best team in the NFL and the 17th best team in Major League Baseball. <laughs> and I have 36 guys on my list, so I'm, I'm going to skip right to the uh, to the top. What do you want? Top seven? How about the top seven? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Not more than that. Yeah. yeah. If anybody wants, I have a, I have the full deeper list to let you know. All right. So number seven, I have a Devondre Campbell on the Packers. You know, he has been like the unsung hero of this defense, a very good defense uh, the last few weeks, especially. Is it Arius Smith? I think they might cut him. He's I think he's injured and he's just been, you know, a non-factor. A lot of the other guys, uh, you know, uh, Clark, he's doing fine. But but Devonder Campbell's really been the heart and soul of this team uh, doing a little bit of everything. He has two interceptions. He's a couple of forced fumbles. He's uh, you know, he's, he's he's an inside linebacker in their defense. He's uh, getting in the backfield. He's hitting the quarterback. He's he's really done a little bit of everything. And I think he's the most of that. He's sort of uh, what Eric Hendricks is to the Vikings. Campbell has been this year for the Packers. Mm-hmm. He's number seven on my list. Number six on my list, Shaq Barrett. Uh, Tampa has a couple of options. Antoine Winfield, who just had a big play uh, that we saw the other night. Uh, he is on my uh, he's in my top 20 as well. But Shaq Barrett has been a complete beast. Um, and he is uh, number six on my ballot. Number five, I have Nick Bosa, the better of okay. the Bosa's this season. Nick Bosa, uh, I have a little stat uh, called uh Impact plays in the backfield, which is I add tackles for losses, quarterback hits sacks. Every time, basically, a defense player gets into the backfield and uh, causes a ruckus. And Nick Bosa has 50 of those, which is second in the league uh, to uh, my uh, number one on my ballot. Spoiler alert. So uh, Bosa, number five, number four. And I assume he has to be runaway for defensive rookie of the year. I haven't even looked at the rank uh, of the, uh, the odds there. But Micah Parsons on Dallas, he has been a complete beast also. He's a linebacker. He's not an edge rusher. And yet. 
he has uh, 47 in the backfields, which is uh, tied for third, I think, in the NFL or fourth, actually. Um, he's done a little bit of everything. 15 tackles for loss, 23 quarterback hits, nine sacks, uh, two forced fumbles, knocked down a couple of passes. So Micah Parsons, runaway defensive rookie of the year for me. Uh, any thoughts so far on my seven through four? No, yeah, I agree. Parsons is uh, is is probably like minus a thousand to win defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, and if, you know, unlike his uh, his friend uh, Mr. Diggs in the in the backfield, who is was getting all those interceptions, especially like six in the first six games or whatever, but is getting mm-hmm. beaten fairly regularly. You know, Parsons is a guy who's getting slurped and getting a lot of immediate attention during these national uh, TV games for the Cowboys, but is actually you know stepping up and his performance actually justifies the hype. Uh, mm-hmm. Which again, for Cowboys, I mean, like Sean Lee, we heard about Sean Lee. I feel like every single time the Cowboys were on TV for years, even though he played like four mm-hmm. games a year and do very little. But um, yeah, I think Parsons. It was very early to take a to take a you know a, a, a traditional linebacker that early in the first round, but uh, yeah, he's really stepping up so far. Yeah, number they knew three, what they were doing there. Uh, number three, uh, the second uh, brother of a NFL player, TJ Watt. Yeah, he's missed a game. I think he's missed two games actually for the Steelers, which is the reason he's only down at number three. Um, he has 12 and a half sacks in just nine games, which is, uh, which is quite good. Um, mm-hmm. number two, I have Kevin Byard, the safety for the Titans. Very, very hard for a tight, uh, for a safety. I was going to say for a Titan, for a safety to get a defensive player of the year, but, um, again, you just got COVID. Byard right? did. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't even know that. Okay. Well, did you then... see the Janoris Jenkins thing today? Yeah. His name that he calls himself Jack. I didn't know he'd been, he'd been trying Wait, he called to get... I thought he legally changed his name to Jack rabbit. I don't know. I think he legally changed his name, but like the Titans, like on the Titans website, he's Jackrabbit. That's a great and apparently name. like he's been. Yeah, it is. But appara- but it's just funny because he's 33. He's like one of the oldest guys in the league. And not he's changing much, his name not now. Much of Jackrabbit, you're saying. No, he might be a Jackrabbit. I don't know. Mm. Jackrabbits, what do they do? They, they jump high. They run fast. I don't know. They have long ears. They just go like. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't sure. know anything about Jacks or Rabbits. Um, I think who are Jackrabbits? South Carolina State? South Dakota know. State, South Dakota State's the Jackrabbits. Uh, okay, well done. Um, yeah, so Bayard, uh, you know, he's in the backfield. He's knocking out passes. He's just a classic safety. He's uh, he's got five picks. He's got two touchdowns on the season. Um, so he's doing a little bit of everything. I think the only player, I think I Darius Slay on the Eagles is the only defensive player with three uh, defensive touchdowns this year. And Slay's also on my ballot, but lower down. Mm-hmm. And then number one, and it's a runaway right now, is Miles Garrett. Uh, he has. Um, for those who care, he has the second highest uh, PFF grade for any defensive player this year behind Max Crosby, who is number mm-hmm. eight on my ballot. Uh, very close. Uh, Garrett also uh, in the backfield 57 times, uh, league leading 28 quarterback hits, league leading 14 sacks, um, doing absolutely everything. He hasn't he hasn't had he hasn't had a direct hand in any turnovers yet. But, you know, that's kind of luck. The fact that, you know, he's not he's knocking the quarterback down. The quarterbacks just haven't dropped the ball yet. And so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, it'd be nice to to get a, a couple of forced fumbles, maybe a fumble recovery for a, a touchdown to sort of put on the highlight reel. But right now, um, with uh, six weeks to go, Miles Garrett is my leader in the clubhouse for defense player of the year. OK, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, you watch him and it's like, how does he not get a sack every play? He's so unblockable. There's a great clip going around. Um Twitter today where he just like he's not even like, oh, there's nobody's going to get a sack on this play. And then he just like burst through two guys. And it, it was such violence and like so ferocious. Yeah. So, yeah, asking you shall receive MJC. There's your rankings. Um, All right. So I have not, Alex. Uh, by the way, I got done... a couple. I got JC Jackson, Matt Jude, and I got a couple of Patriots lower down on that ballot as well. Mm-hmm. Patriots defense is, is good.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I have not even looked at the lines yet. I've been very busy at work today. It's Monday night. I would, Monday night football uh, is about to start. I would um, like to guess the lines live. I assume you've already guessed them, and we could make picks also for uh, week 13. It's weird because week 13 is so late, but yet there's so much season yeah, to go. It's, it's only one extra that week. Extra, the extra week psychologically. makes it seem very long. Yeah. yeah it's it's because in your mind, it's like, all right, the end of December or maybe January 1st, like that's the end of yeah, no, we have season, two but now there's in weeks two, in January in, the, in January. It's wild. It is yeah. wild. And it's hard to figure out. I mean, I'm sure we'll figure it out by like next year, but it's like, oh, there's like uh, I have a wedding the weekend of like the 16th. And it's like, oh, that's the first round of the playoffs. January 16th is the beginning of the playoffs. I mean, think of it this way. You'll be sitting opening your gifts under your Christmas tree. I mean, by you, I don't mean you or me, but, you know, the Gentiles mm-hmm. or the Jews, whoever wants to, I don't care. Um, yeah. And, and you'll still have like four teams left in your fantasy. League. You will be like at the semifinals. Wow. Big uh, story in college football. LSU just stole Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, oh, I did. It's going to be wild. Every wow, every coach ma- is massive names hopping all over. The massive place. names. Every, every every like coach is just going to end up being twelve million dollars. I do. I have to assume it will trickle because like Cliff King, Kingsbury's agent is like, you know, starting rumors through Schefter. That like, oh, he might go take the Oklahoma job now or something, you know, which just try they're trying to give him a pay raise. But if every like if Mel Tucker is getting nine and a half million dollars for 10 years at he's getting the Gruden contract basically at Michigan State. Well, then every guy who's won anything like Lincoln Riley and, and Kelly and any of those guys, it has to be getting 10 million on a very long term deal. Oh, well, hold on. What happens here? So if. Notre Dame goes to the playoff, which is not impossible, right? If Michigan loses, uh, for example, the Big Ten championship. Right. Well, right. I mean, it's the first question, like what would 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 um, Lincoln Riley have been able to go had Oklahoma won and then they would have been playing a win and in playoff game. Can't imagine that he would have taken the job, right? Maybe they would have waited on him at least a week to see if they won the, the playoff game. Yeah. No, Notre Dame needs two things to happen. They need Alabama to lose or... Um, or uh, what's it called? If Alabama doesn't lose, they need two out of three. Michigan. They, they need Michigan or uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah. Cincinnati and Oklahoma State to lose to Baylor. Yeah. Oklahoma State also, yeah, that's true. And also Notre Dame, like, they'll get in as a four and they'll lose 34-0 to zero to Georgia. So it's not like they're going to win sure. the title. But now they can blame their coach or their lack of a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now they hire someone else's and it's it's a cra- it'll be a crazy domino effect. Uh, right, and so, I do wonder if someone will go get a, get you know what, get maybe Rule or Kingsbury back out of, out of the pros. All right, so it's already Monday night. Let's come to the week 13 lines. Uh, this week, we have four teams on a bye, which we also will have next week in week 14, unprecedented. Mm-hmm. We have the Packers and then three teams who are still in the playoff race, but all are going in very much the wrong direction right now. 
mm-hmm. and uh, which is Cleveland and Tennessee. Yep. By the way, the Packers, like people have to stop slurping the team. They're not even top 10 DVOA. Like I understand they're going to get a top two or three seed because, you know, they, they got a couple of and they stuck with a couple of wins. But like the Packers are not like beating the Rams in the middle of a losing streak does not make you that impressive. They lost the Vikings last week. People need to stop slurping the Packers. I'm getting very annoyed. People like anointing mm-hmm. the Packers. Um, anyways. Um, yeah, but I was talking about teams. Uh, the other teams on the buy are all teams in the playoff race, but headed very much in the wrong direction, which is a good segue to start us off Thursday night where we have the Saints hosting the Cowboys. The Saints somehow very much in the driver's seat for a playoff spot. And Taysom Hill, finally healthy, has that big contract in his pocket. He's got to step in and do something miraculous because this team is in complete free for all. Everybody's injured. Kamara's injured. Mark Ingram, who they just acquired, is injured. Um, they, they need help on offense because they their offense looked absolutely abysmal on Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, I so it was an injury thing. It's like we're going to make him the backup, but he can't play. And now he's playing. I mean, that was what was happening with Taysom Hill. I understand this emergency quarterback situation. If he's healthy enough to play, he's healthy enough to play. Yeah, no. OK. I mean, obviously, yeah. I agree, but whatever. Yeah, I also like I like when you have the Thursday game when both teams played the previous Thursday. Yeah, no, it's smart scheduling. Uh, I mean, this was on paper a great game. Uh, I mean, anything the Cowboys do to me is still compelling. Like, there's such a they are like the Vikings. They they really don't throw a lot of clunkers in there other than the Denver game. You'll get your money's worth. But yeah, the Saints are borderline unwatchable at this point. Yeah, well, but I think Taysom could maybe make uh, change that a lot. I agree. No, 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 I agree. Uh, I, I think, yeah, listen, Taysom's uh, basement is still better than Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Um. All right. So what is your guess for this line? By the way, the lines I'm going on now are the lines that I guessed uh, Sunday night after the Sunday night game. So if there's been movement today, Monday, uh, uh, tough cookies for you. Okay. So uh, so where's this game? This game is in New Orleans. In New Orleans. I'm going to say Taysom Hill. I'm going to say Cowboys by one. Cowboys by one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I guessed four and a half. It's mm-hmm. five and a half. Dallas in at New Orleans, five and a half. Well, New, again, New Orleans looked unwatchably terrible. Yeah, but they have a new quarterback now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, how? I think Alvin Kamara matters more than uh, than Taysom Hill. I mean, look, Taysom Hill was healthy when Trevor Simeon started over him for the first time three or four weeks ago, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, do we know if Kamara's playing in this game? Um, Not that a running back should really be moving a line, but New Orleans just needs some like some kind of weapon on offense. Yeah, they need a skill position player who's who's yeah. average. Yeah. I mean, really, like none of these Saints guys would play on any team in the league, like any even. I mean, the Jets are three and eight. I don't know how many of these guys would play for the Jets like they suck. Yeah. I mean, Michael Thomas, is his is his career just over? He's like Odell. He was the best receiver in the league. He's like trying he... to come back next year. He's trying. I mean, Thomas, he was limited already. Uh, yeah, so I think he will play if he's if he's not DNP on Monday, he should be able to play. Yeah, very temperamental, these receivers. All right, so yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Wheels is way off on that one. I, I got news here. I guessed five games directly uh, on the nose this week. So, um, although I was way more off than Simmons, um, for whatever that's worth. All right, um, Tampa at Atlanta is the first game that we have on Sunday. Uh, remember, Atlanta went into Tampa and won earlier this season. Oh, wait, no, wait. No, no I'm mixing up Tampa, Atlanta and New Orleans. Tampa, Tampa. at Atlanta. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have, I'm going to have the Bucks. Minus six and a half. Uh, six and a half. I guess eight and a half. It's ten. Okay, I guess Atlanta sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, Atlanta did beat Jacksonville on the road, but you don't get very mm-hmm. much credit for that. I thought they would lose that game. It actually like helped yeah. my esteem of, of the Falcons a little bit. Yeah, we did. Um, well, I, I went 0-3 on Thursday on Thanksgiving, just 
that's not against the spread. That's just picking who's going to win the game. So that was not good for mm-hmm. me. Uh, so you took a two one lead there and then you held on to win the week. You, we went nine and five, just picking winners and losers. I went eight and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so through 12 weeks, we're now perfectly even in terms of weeks. Uh, but cumulatively, you are four games ahead of me. Um, oh, we didn't pick winners for those first two games. By the way, this week, just in general, is defined by more road favorites than I've just about ever seen. Um, three, four, five, six, seven. I think, yeah, majority of the games have a road favorite this week. Which don't don't, don't spoil things like that for me. I, I don't. Uh, these spread, most of these spreads are like, you know, uh, more than a field goal. So I don't think. OK, fine. That much well, that's, OK, fine. Right. Thanks for, for yeah. you know, assuaging your one spoiler with another one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So but so we're starting with two road dogs, uh, New Orleans at home against Dallas, Atlanta at home against Tampa. Uh, what are your picks here for both of these? Oh, where, what's this game? The games we already guessed the lines on. Pick a winner. Now. Oh, who, who do I have winning? Uh, yeah. I will pick. I'll pick the, the Cowboys to win, but the Saints with the points. And then I'll pick the Bucks to win. Um, but again, uh, not. But I not assume you take the points since you guessed it would be you know less than a touchdown. Yeah. It's actually double digits. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take yeah, the points. I think I'm actually and I, I'm going to I'm going to put a pin in it because I need to see who's playing for uh, on offense for the Saints this week. But I, I want to take New Orleans here. I think Taysom Hill comes in, gives them a little bit of a new look on offense. And, you know, Kamara's in, they get some more weapons. And uh, this is an absolute must win, obviously, for New Orleans. Uh, although maybe it's not because eight, nine can make the playoffs uh, as, as the seventh wild, as the third wildcard in the NFC. But I'm going to tentatively pick the Saints. But um, yeah, we will, uh, I'll confirm that later in the week on the Facebook group or something. All right. Uh, the next Sunday game we have here, we will go to your beloved Jets hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. So the Eagles, two consecutive games in the same stadium. Yeah, I did not see the line for this. So the Eagles were four and a half point favorites at the Giants last week, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh, I I, I picked the Giants at three and a half. It went up to four and a half. Bad job by me. I think it did. Mm. Um, uh, I'm going to say the Eagles here by six and a half over the Jets. The Giants are better than the Jets. All right. Uh, that is all correct information. I said seven. It is exactly seven. Yeah. Oh, it's seven. Yeah. Because. I mean, it's weird because the Jets are coming off a win and the Eagles are coming off a loss, but uh, the Jets beat the Texans and they I, they have the Jets have not. I Yeah, I, the Jets are going to lose the Eagles. This is one of those weird. Um, these divisions don't play each other. This is like the Jets bonus game this year. Yeah. Very strange. One of, one of the tricky things about the bonus games is when you're mm-hmm. like me and you're updating the um, like the 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 fourth tiebreakers for who's going to be seated where in the playoffs. Yeah, this is yeah, this is a useless game. You have no, no, no. It's actually the opposite because it used to be that like when I was tracking common games, common opponents, I could just ignore the AFC games for each of the teams but, uh, that mm-hmm. are in different divisions. But now you can't because sometimes they do fa- play the same team because one team that's the division they're playing, and the other team that just happens to be their bonus game. So it's a very sort of strange circumstance. Yeah, but the, uh, this game will not have playoff implications for the Jets. It could, I guess, for the Eagles if they uh, the the Eagles need a bounce back win here uh, uh, in the middle. They're still on the chart. They're still on the playoff picture chart. Yeah, oh, of course they are. But yeah. the whole the whole NFC is except for Detroit. Yeah. Again, Caroline, Atlanta, Seattle, Washington, if they lose tonight. Seattle. If they win, you know those teams are all still technically in the playoff race. Um, mm-hmm. I, and you said, yeah, the Jets are going to lose this game. Uh, all right, uh, another trash game early. We have um, <laughs> the Giants going to Miami. Miami one and seven. And at the time, what did I say, Akiva? What did I say when they were one and seven? You said they make the playoffs, or they come in I second. I said they in the would AFCs. be seven and seven. You said they'd be second in the AFC instead of the Patriots. Wow, you nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> well, it might be ahead of the Bills. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, but uh, they're going to keep a long chug and they're going to keep winning. They're going to beat the Giants this week. Uh, but what, what do you think is the spread here? Where's this game? This is in Miami. They just beat the Panthers 33 to 10. 
that where's this game is my nice way of saying who's the other team they're playing. Oh, they're the Giants. <laughs> oh, they're hosting the Giants. I'm going to say Dolphins by five and a half. All right. You're going to edge me here. Uh, I said six. They just won by 23 at home to Carolina. Carolina's not worse than yeah. the Giants. It's only two and a half. Yeah, I don't get it. Such disrespect it. for the Dolphins. I mean, the Giants defense is annoying, but two has been really good two weeks in a row. Yeah, two is two is not bad. And the Dolphins, Jalen Waddle looks really good. And I'm excited yeah. that like two might be good enough that they have to keep him, but like not good enough. I'm cashing all like my Dolphins division. checks. Maybe Congrats to the Jets on somehow having the worst quarterback in the division again for the <laughs> straight year. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Jets have all these picks and they really like there's enough offensive talent like Michael Carter looks excellent when he plays. Elijah Moore looks like he's going to be a star. Elijah Vera Tucker, the guard is already like maybe going to make the Pro Bowl this year and they don't have any Pro Bowlers on their team. And like, OK, fine. So that's a core. You have three solid offensive players and, and then you have some pieces. And you have you're going to have four, you know, you, you might have two top seven picks in the draft because it's Seattle's pick and then two early second round picks as well because of the Carolina thing. So you might have two of the top 40 picks, you four of the top 40 picks. You had four more guys. And then all of a sudden, right then you have a core. You get a pass rusher and a top cornerback, maybe another offensive lineman. But it doesn't matter because they don't have a they don't have a QB. Yeah. It's like if they even Wilson was even like to a level, then it's like, OK, fine. You know, we'll go add a bunch of players on both sides of the line and next year we'll be competitive already. But, I mean, but, but the, the, Miami has a two who's to a level and they've been desperately trying to get to Sean Watson for, you know, all year. So, yes, but but I'm saying we have all these picks. Miami doesn't have any picks. Yeah. And they and and like, I mean, Miami has good players on defense, but we I don't know. We have some. Uh, yeah, I thought Miami was going 11 and six. So what do I know? Um, by the way, I'm looking at, you know, my uh, my game relevance rankings in weeks 15, 16 and 17. In each of those weeks, fully half the games are four star or five star games. Mm-hmm. So we have some real exciting football to look forward to later uh, in December. Uh, this week, I have one five star game, one four star game. So this is a trash, trash, trash week. And um, let's the, we'll run through three games now where it's a team that uh, is headed to the playoffs or thinks it's headed to the playoffs anyway, uh, visiting mm-hmm. a, a very trash team on the road. So we'll start in the AFC Indy. At Houston. I'm going to say Colts by nine and a half. Oh, all right. You went too high. I got this one exactly. It's seven and a half. I mean, Houston, Tyra Taylor's fine, but like Houston just has nothing to on either side of the ball. Yeah. To really scare him. Yeah. But we know that they're, you know, they're them and the Lions are like tanking. Uh, all right. Um, I mean, the Colts are in big trouble. It's funny. Everyone was going crazy over the Colts last week. Now they're six and six. They're out of the playoffs. So they started today. They probably need. I mean, four and two should be. But fine. they're not in big trouble because their schedule was so tough. And, you know, they're like the Vikings. They're a top 10 DVO, DVOA team that's had a tough schedule and a little bit of bad luck. Like I know, now, but oh, like they the might AFC's run at a time than the NFC to make the playoffs for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, they might but, run at a time. Yeah. Well, listen, they go four and one. They're in the playoffs for sure. Three and two is where it's a little uh, if right. Uh, three and two, they're in trouble. And, and yeah. yeah, it comes down to tiebreakers because them and Vegas and Chargers. Yeah, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, by the way, you are you're picking the Dolphins or you're picking the Giants to win that game. Uh, the Dolphins. OK, and then, yeah, we're both picking the Colts here. All right. And then um, Arizona at Chicago. I don't know whether we're getting Justin Fields or Andy Dalton. I don't know if it affects the line or not, but uh, yeah, this is hard. I'll say the Cardinals by seven and a half. All right, you're going to beat me. Uh, this is the reverse of the last one. I said seven and a half. You said nine and a half. Now you say seven and a half. I say nine and a half. This was only seven. Okay. Now, I don't understand that. Chicago, excuse me, Arizona coming off a bye without Kyler Murray. They went into San Francisco and blew him out, went into Seattle and blew him out. Now they're coming to Chicago off a bye. Kyler Murray's back, and it's only seven. Maybe people are I mean, afraid that, that Justin like Fields easy, will be back. That seems like easy money. 
all people. All, all the Cardinals need to do is win by more than a touchdown, and I and I get money here. Mm-hmm. What's the catch? People love. Um, people love uh, Justin Justin Fields. He moves the line ten points. Okay, if you say so. Uh, I have I have the Cardinals winning this game. Yeah, of What's course. Next? Uh, so is Justin Fields definitely playing this game? No, not at all. I don't think so. Oh, well, you just I don't think so. he's definitely in. No, I was making a joke that he was oh, the line. Oh, the okay. line 10 all right. I don't, I don't, I'm not, let me check. You, you keep going about the next game. I'll check if Justin Fields. Yeah. All right. right. So, all right. Next game is uh, my beloved Vikings at five and six. As I said, starting their three game stretch of very, very winnable games. Uh, they host Pittsburgh next on Thursday night. Uh, and then they will uh, come back home, I think, to play Chicago. Or do they go to Chicago? Yeah, no, they host Chicago first think no no they go to chicago yeah so it's at detroit home against pittsburgh and then at chicago uh so at detroit oh ten and one it would be very vikings-esque to be the only team to lose so one fifteen and one lions team vikings nine and a half is my call i do think this would be a very vikings-esque loss we're all thinking it yeah nine and a half don't too much it's uh, i guess seven and a half and it's only seven i mean i guess like the last game should count and these teams look pretty even i don't know yeah well i mean for the first 58 minutes, it wasn't, but yeah, they didn't the, blow them out. They didn't blow them out. Well, they did until they, you know, they gave up t- the 10 unanswered points in like a minute True. 40 or whatever. True. But, but how, but yeah, the, yeah, the line exactly. doesn't have to be double digits. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, you're the one who gets nine and a half. I only get seven and a half. All right. Yeah. Um, and then just continuing this theme of crap games, we have Tampa. Oh, wait, we did Tampa, Atlanta. All right. Washington at Las Vegas. Now, this is tough because Washington, we haven't seen. Yet uh, this week in week 12, Las Vegas, we will not have seen for 10 days because they played on on Thanksgiving where they went into Dallas and pulled off a shocking win considering they had been on a three-game losing streak. Like, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Uh, The offense got their groove back, and now they will be hosting Washington. Football team on the strip. What's your pick? Is Vegas at Washington? No, Vegas hosting Washington. Washington at Vegas, Vegas. hosting. Okay, sorry, sorry on the strip. Um, the Raiders by I'm going to say six and a half. All right, that's where I went. I said seven. It's two and a half. What is the, is Carr injured? I I I, I, I am completely. Sp- I'm without speech. I don't. The Raiders and the and Washington are like equal on neutral. I, I just don't understand this line at all. This line makes no sense to me. Absolutely. My Las Vegas Raiders, my preseason Super Bowl uh, long shot pick. They just went into Dallas and won. Now they're going to lose at home to Washington. I don't understand. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Good to file away. Vegas loves Washington. Mm. Is that it? Okay. Watch Um, Washington win in a few minutes. All right. Okay. So, but, but regardless, I'm picking Vegas uh, on Sunday. What about you? Yeah. Same thing. All right. um, Let us wrap up the early games with the best game on Sunday. Uh, this week, which is the Chargers at Cincinnati. Cincinnati looked so bad against Cleveland in their last game before their bye. I mean, they mm-hmm. got blown out at home to a Cleveland team that has not played good in a month other than that one game. And then they come back from their bye. And in the last two weeks, with Jamar Chase doing nothing, by the way, they're blowing teams out of the water. Jamar Chase has sort of lost his rookie of the year mojo uh, to Mac Jones. But mm-hmm. uh, they yeah, don't even need over. him because Joe Mixon is going absolutely bonkers. T. Higgins got involved mm-hmm. on Sunday. They don't have a lot of injuries also. Yeah, they were beating the Steelers 41 to three. They ended up playing 40. It was wild. Uh, I, this is Bengals by three. Um, all right. I, I said five because I thought the Bengals just, I mean, look at the last two weeks. They're much better. The Chargers have lost two. The Bengals have just blown teams out. Uh, it's only two and a half, but you're going to get this. Wow. One, yeah. See, I would have gone three and a half before two and a half. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't understand. A lot of disrespect for that, that Bengals team as well. Chargers are good. Yeah. So you're, you've pulled within five to four on me, and you're already more games off cumulatively than I was with all the games. So you're going to have to beat me out, right? You got five games to do it. Let's go to the late stretch. We'll start out with uh, another, well, really the only really bad game in the late, uh, late stretch. Although maybe San Francisco Seattle will be bad. We'll find out. But Jacksonville at the Rams. This is the, the get right game for the Rams, right? Rams by 10. 10? Oh, you're too low. I got this exactly. It's 13 and a half. The Jaguars defense plays very hard. I mean, they just lost to Atlanta and Cordell Patterson ran all over them. So Um, it's still a little high. Uh, Stafford looks like garbage. Uh, I mean, he had a a couple of beautiful plays against Green Bay. He had the one to Odell. He had the one to Van Jefferson for 79 yards. Mm hmm. Yeah, he looked a little bit better. Apparently, he's got injuries. Uh, is there anything more fun than having Cooper Cup in fantasy? Like, because running backs, uh-huh. you know, they're getting you, running back. I wouldn't know, know because I had the choice in him and Robert Woods, and I took Robert Woods in the preseason. And uh, yeah, I mean, I no longer because he was having a bad game. And then and then like you look up and it's like, oh, he had 15 points. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been very good this year. All right. Uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Baltimore, your number one seed in the AFC. This is weird. Uh, Baltimore by two and a half, I say. Oh, no, this line is always three. It's usually home team by three. This time it's road team by three. Okay. Yeah, and with that, I have clinched the week, even if you get all three of the final games. Uh, so, but uh, we will run out the streamers. Oh, and um, what's your pick here? I pick Baltimore to win. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. I mean, Pittsburgh looked okay against the Chargers and the game they ended up losing anyways. But other than that, Roethlisberger has looked beyond cooked the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. It's, although Baltimore really not impressive against Cleveland, but you know, nope. Cleveland miles Garrett is, although I just said how TJ Watts also in my top five for my team's player of the year rankings. I can't even have to pick. Baltimore I mean, they're also. missing Ronnie Stanley. Yeah. So I want like, I, I want to pick Pittsburgh, but I'm going to have to pick Baltimore. I think, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. All right. Uh, San Francisco at Seattle. Again, we're saying we're picking this before the Monday night game, which is starting in like six minutes. So who knows if Russell Wilson and this Washington offense will finally get going for the first time since, uh, well, since like week four, whenever he first got injured, um, San Francisco now on a nice little three game winning streak um, going to Seattle. What's your pick here? Uh, CX by one. Uh, all right. You're way off. San Francisco's favored. I said by three and a half. It's only by two and a half. C- Seattle does not deserve to be favored against. Anybody. What if Seattle beats Washington today? There, that, that's not a pick them or a one point line. No, I don't think so. If Seattle shows a level of competence. If Seattle like blows them all, blows them out, then you know maybe it moves a little bit. If let's say Seattle beats Washington forty-one to ten, and, mm-hmm. and and they let Russ cook, you know DK has one hundred and forty yards, and and you know Tyler Lockett has one hundred and ten yards and three touchdowns. Um, Alex Collins averages five and a half yards a carry. Uh, the defense, uh, you know, shuts down. Well, Tyler Heineke shutting him down is not that impressive. Mm-hmm. If all that happens, I think this line moves from San Francisco two and a half to San Francisco one. And a half. Ah, okay. I don't even know. If, I don't know. I, I think this line is more about San Francisco than. Um, yeah. I mean, look, San Francisco out of the bye. Everybody said Trey Lance would be starting any minute. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's days were numbered, but they haven't lost since then. So. And, and what's your pick for this game? Uh, Niners. Niners are going to win. All right. Uh, I'm going to conditionally pick Seattle. my Super Bowl team has to make it back. You well, know, my Buffalo, San Francisco team, still on my Super Bowl team was Seattle. So that's not working out for me. <laughs> right. I had that Casey against Seattle. Um, I mean, I'm going to pick Seattle in this game, but but I, I, let's see what they do tonight before I uh, lock that one in stone. 
right, let's get to the Sunday night game. Denver at KC. Denver, all season long, there's been a very tight race to see who's the second best team in this division. And frankly, they were all ahead of KC for much of the division also, much of the season mm-hmm. also. Denver right now, I think, probably is the best of these three teams. I think they're pretty even. I think Denver's defense is pretty unique. Uh, Denver's, in terms defense, of the line here, Denver's defense, even without Von Miller, is the best unit of those three teams. Yes, I, uh, I would agree. It's I mean, the Chargers say, but... offense can look sublime. What about the Chiefs offense? No, I'm saying of the non-Chiefs teams in that division. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah, between the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, uh, five and a half. Casey. Chiefs five and a half. Oh, wow. Way too low. I said seven and a half. It's nine and a half. They are a nine and a half point favorite over the Broncos. Yeah. At home. Casey's right. the best. Casey's the Super Bowl favorite again in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, put your grandma's, uh, the allowance your grandma gives you on, on Denver. Now, wow. my best bet of the year was Ohio State over Michigan, which we've not talked about. Mm. Um, well, I did, did not go emer- well. Do you I, even know that I did definitely down podcast? on the year in college football? Do you know Say that again? That. I did an emergency podcast with with Superfan Robbie Saturday night. Did you post it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I had no idea. That's amazing. I'll listen to it. How was it? He was very happy. Uh, that's very funny. Yeah, I, I know, saw I my father in law cry for I think the first time ever. Yeah, I mean, he Robbie was like so dejected the last couple of years when we spoke to him. Like, yeah, he when I spoke to him a month ago, like he was like, I'm not even I don't even want to think about it because I'm not getting my hopes up. I mean, I still don't think Michigan's good. I don't think McNamara is anything special. It's a weird. I year. mean, Hutchinson is a beast. He yeah, could be Hutchinson's on your he could be on your Jets this time next year. Yeah, I would. I would take Hutchinson in second. Um, I what is his draft prospects? Is he like top five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hutchinson's okay. top five. Uh, he's not the best DE because because Kayvon Thibodeau on on Oregon is is a monster. He hasn't played that much uh, the last couple of years, but he like gets a sack basically every play he's in. I mean, he has a little bit um, the same vibes as Clowney. I don't know. He's like an athletic freak. We'll see, but um, yeah, it's the it's those guys. It's Evan Neal. It's uh, the safety Kyle Hamilton on Notre Dame. It's like weird positions. There's a center in Iowa, Tyler Lindbaum. It's very strange positions for who the top guys are. It's not, not quarterback. Not receiver. great for when your team is uh, headed to the top five of the draft. No, I mean, like, I'd be, if Lindenbaum is a generational center, take. I don't care if they just have the third pick. Take the center. It's fine with me. We'll have the best line in the league. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, what, what was the game before we started talking about college football? Denver. But KC. also, by the way, like, it's. I don't think Michigan's good. But I think they can beat Iowa. And then I, 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 I was not good. And then they'll in, be in the 2-3 game. So, like, if Alabama loses, they miss the SEC teams. They can definitely beat Oklahoma State or Cincinnati, right? Yeah. And then, like, yeah, they'll lose to Georgia, sure. But, I mean, Georgia also doesn't have, like, a world-class quarterback. It'll be an old school. Like, remember the old college football team 20 years ago, they would have like Gino Toretta. It would be like an amazing team, but like a crappy quarterback. Yeah. Greg Krenzel. So it'll be, it'll be Cade McNamara versus Stetson Bennett. It'll be a little bit more like that. Cause I don't think there's a chance that Alabama's beating Georgia. Again, I've been wrong for the last month in every game. So don't listen to me, but right. I will not listen. It's to funny. I, I did better last year when I didn't watch every game. This year I watched every game. And maybe mm. it's, maybe it's like, I, it doesn't like Kerala Bob or something, not watch the games. Like, I think maybe there's some wisdom to not watch it. Don't get any investment. Like, oh, I like George Karloftis on Purdue. So I'm going to pick that. Like, no, it doesn't work. I do think that's true for March Madness. I think watching all it does is because mm-hmm. they have a bias towards games you've caught or recency bias or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. You saw a guy go for like 30. Yeah, exactly. Right. But that was Don't ignore all that. Just look at the data or just pick teams out of a hat or based on colors of mascots or whatever at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my son picked uh, pick seven for someone this week and uh, in a different pool. And he went six and one. Mm. All right. Pretty good. All right. Let's wrap up the week with the game of the week. New England at Buffalo for supremacy in this division. So good. And they're playing again two weeks later. I'm going to say normally I'd say three and a half, but I'd say I'm going to knock it down to three. No, I'll say three and a half. Buffalo, three and a half. Buffalo, three and a half. Um, It's three, which is what I Mm. guessed exactly. It's what everybody in the world guessed except for Simmons, the homer, of course. Mm. So, yeah. What did he say? Patriots by seven and a half? (laughs) No, he's a Buffalo by two. But um, all right. Rough week for you, Keith. Thirty three and a half points off. Uh, All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't able to cheat live, I guess. Yeah. Which is ironic because you had uh, 24 hours to do so. All right. Yeah. So that's it. So those are. Oh, and um, who are you picking? You're picking New England on the road or Buffalo at home? Oh, okay. I'm going to stick. I, honestly, like I'm I'm resigned to the idea. That that uh, like the Patriots could win the Super Bowl and it sickens me and it should sicken every good person listening. And I honestly don't believe listening. so. I, I, maybe I'm just delusional. DVOA has them as the favorites now. I just don't see it. I, well, the, the first thing to do comp, is for them not to get the, the buy because, Pats, but the 0-1 mm-hmm. Pats weren't good. They got lucky. Yeah, but this defense might be good. And also, like, yeah, the, God the, forbid, the one person good, get injured. It's not, on this it's not team. like historically great. And the offense is like the safest, most conservative offense in the universe. What do they do? Who let's scares see, you? Let's see this team down 10. Who scares you? You think Kansas City is going to put up 30 against them? No. Why not? Baltimore? No. Because their defense is good. I mean, I know I'm delusional, but on a neutral field, I would take the Vikings to beat them 10 times out of 10. I, I will not watch a New England Tampa Bay Super Bowl. I will happily be Ugh. compiling I'm biathlon clips and not watch the game. It would yeah, be horrible. I, I still have Casey uh, coming out of the AFC. But maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'm delusional here. I don't know. Maybe. Um, watch biathlon. Reader. All right. So who are you picking in this game? New England or Buffalo? Buffalo, my Super Bowl champ. All right. So there's 14 games this week. You have picked the favorite in all 14. There's six spreads of a field goal or less, and you have every favorite winning this week. No underdogs. Mm-hmm. No upsets this week. Yep. In week yep. It's going to be a 14 and a week for the favorites. All right. Well, wheels. Welcome back uh, to. Well, I mean, we've been podcasting all along, but welcome back uh, to the the intro, the outro. You're not watching Succession, right? Uh, I mean, I, I do watch Succession, but no, I'm like, you're, you're not, you're not, you're, you're not live. All right. Well, because I'm going oh, oh. to have a Succession I'll, I'll, themed outro. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm very, very uh, invested and involved in the show right now. I actually spoke to Josh Wiggler, your uh, your other co-host about um, about coming on that podcast. But uh, unfortunately, you invited been, yourself. I did invite myself. Yeah. And he said no. Yeah, well, he already had guests scheduled, so he asked. Uh, Hilarious. He asked me to submit some comments for a little segment, so I'll, uh, I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll write it. He says, he "says Give me some comments. Give me some feedback." So I, I got to write. I got to write something for him, maybe if I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think I shared my takes, some of them, anyways, in the in the thirty two fans TV patron spinoff chat already. Do you so. want to do? Do you want to just do a succession podcast with somebody else? Uh, I wish <laughs> I had time this week. I don't like as the patron episode this week. Oh, you want me? So, okay. So I have a curb podcast with Av. You went and made a curb podcast with Wiggler. Wiggler has a succession. No, I didn't know. Uh, to be fair, I had a curb podcast before you. Yeah, that is out. true. Yes. Okay, that's true. Uh, but then it, it stopped. And then, yeah, um, it didn't stop. The show stopped. Yeah, we well, never missed. There was episode. another 90 episodes you could have covered. Oh, no. I mean, like, yeah. you know, 
It's, um, so now you want me to make another succession podcast? <laughs> no, one episode. I want you to do an episode, not 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 uh, now. 20. I, I would propose that this because we had quite a few people saying to us or to me. Well, I don't know if they're saying mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard it all, but people were saying they wanted me to be discussing survive. I have I've had a lot of survivor takes on Twitter. And OK, that patron chat. episode, patron, episode, patron this episode this week. Uh, you and I will discuss survivor. Can not just that. We'll discuss a bunch of things. We'll discuss other can... things, but we'll, we'll we'll spend a good 10, 15 minutes at least and maybe more, depending on how that's fine. So it is. You could you could give me your survivor takes. Yeah, uh, I want to hear yours. Also, are we going to do it live Wednesday night or no, 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 no. We'll we'll see. I mean, maybe I I, I just don't want to commit to it right now. Yeah. How, how are you feeling on this season of survivor? Very, a very brief preview for the patron episode. I like it. It's very, it's it's a very good season. It's a great. I have season. no idea who's going to win. I have no idea who's going to win at all. But it's good. Um, are there odds on these things or no? Because it's too easy to like. I think if you looked at the odds, it would probably be tainted. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, but I'm thinking. But you can you actually bet on it or some like shady offshore or whatever bullshit? Uh, not on. Not, you can't bet on any type of game show in in the U.S. But the offshore stuff will take. But they'll take like ten dollar max. Something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always spoiled, so I don't know. All right, Wheels. Well, I will talk to you Wednesday, Thursday, or something like that. We'll okay. Cool. And happy Hanukkah to you and yours. Yes. Presents for your kids. Bye. Family, fortune, envy, jealousy, privilege, passed on, legacy, secret, sabotage, borderline, felony, suicide, subtract, selfish, pedigree. When the love's gone and the hate's there, better watch out because it's hate fear. And your family ain't your family, and your legacy is just a name there. In your mother's eyes, it's a blank stare, but your father's picking who remains here. It's a power struggle, it's a tug of war that's amongst the kids, and it ain't fair. Yeah. Who gon' stop the pain? Who gon' block the dream? Who gon' stop the shame? We are not the same. Walking a tightrope ain't a lifeboat. Nope. Just a free fall when I leave y'all. Whoa. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.